Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's been a little over a week now since that horrible situation unfolded in Chinatown where three people were stabbed uh, during a festival that was supposed to help build up Chinatown. Ever since that happened, though, there have been so many discussions about what led to that. There is someone who has been accused of this who's been charged with this uh, stabbing situation that unfolded there. But the circumstances around all of it still leave us with so many questions. For instance, the person who has been charged here was reportedly uh, from the local mental health facility, so from Colony Farms, out on a day pass when this alleged attack took place. What rights does the public have to know about situations like that? That's been part of the questions that we have been asking all week. So if someone is going to be let out into the community, does the community have a right to know about that person's history? Do they have a right to know about what could be happening right there in their neighborhood? So we're going to talk about that this morning with the help of Ashish Puri, who's an associate and criminal defense lawyer at Acumen Law Corporation. Ashish, thank you for joining us. Hey, Simi, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Now, this is all part of the BC Review Board. Can you explain to us how does that work? What is the BC Review Board? So I'd like to start by saying BC Review Board is an independent, competent body with the paramount consideration of public interest at the center of it. They have three people who are making this decision or at the chair. There's basically a person who's been a judge or has uh, can qualify to become a judge, or has been practicing for ten plus years, a person who is um, representing a psychiatry or the forensic body, and a person uh, from the public, which is basically somebody with relevant experience from the past. So it could be a retired police chief, or again somebody uh, with a psychiatric background. Okay, but then when you say it's totally independent, what are, what are they supposed to do? What are their parameters? So they're supposed to keep into account the public interest and make decisions regarding that. So if somebody is uh, not criminally responsible or unfit to stand a trial, uh, they are recommended to the BC Review Board to make that decision if they can be let out into the public or not. And that is when they have to consider, again, the public interest. Okay, so but does the public interest also include letting the public know that this is a possibility? That is a possibility, yes. And uh, the public does have a right to know. The public also has a right to attend these hearings and make recommendations. Okay, how often does that happen, though? It feels like a lot of this happens um, in secret issues. So you're saying that if the public wants to know, they can go and find out. Yes, they absolutely can. And the BC Review Board uh, do have an annual report uh, where they let out all the reasons for the decisions that they have made making. And the public can uh, definitely attend these hearings. It's all up on the internet, how the public can contact the BC Review Board. All they have to do is call them. There are obviously some restrictions on which hearings the public can attend or which hearings they cannot. Uh, There are some that are subject to publication ban. And there are some other considerations too where the accused is dangerous and the public are recommended not to attend those hearings. 
But otherwise, well, they can definitely attend and give their recommendations. As I said, one of the members of the BC Review Board who's making this decision is representing the public interest there. Okay, so then why does it feel like the board hasn't been open to talking about what happened in this case? At this point, I believe, I mean, I cannot speak for the board, obviously, uh, but it seems like because of what's going on and the seriousness of the situation, which is obviously very unfortunate, uh, the board is keeping uh, shush about it, but they should be releasing their report soon. Okay, but still, that doesn't seem like it's enough for the public right now, though, does it, Ashish? Like, shouldn't there be an obligation to tell the public to talk about this more openly? Absolutely. And as I said, because of what's going on right now and um, because of this unfortunate event and somebody who's been appointed to look into the decision making and how that accused was let out on a day pass, um, I believe the BC report should be giving a statement soon. And they should. Do you think that part of the problem here, Ashish, is that, you know, we just don't pay the public? Normally, this work is done kind of not in secret, but you know, kind of away from the public's eye because the public doesn't really pay attention. Well, um, you could say that, or we could also, again, say that the BC Review Board has the public interest at their consideration. So every decision that they make with the benefit of the forensic report is to benefit the public. But in this case, it is unfortunate. Uh, but we also should not forget the BC Review Board did say that the person who's released is a significant threat and should not be released without supervision. Okay, so there you point out a good point is that if the system was working as it should have, then this person yeah. shouldn't have been released without public supervision. Well, that was that is uh, something that should have happened, but unfortunately it did not, and the person was released, and uh, that is being looked into. So we await what that report says. Can you, what are some of the deficiencies? Like, can you explain to us, like, problems that you see in that system? Well, um, there's always going to be problems, I mean, um, in every system, and every system could be revised from time to time. Um, the review board cannot be certain about what could happen in the future. And that is why the forensics reports come into force, where they have the benefit of looking into that report. Um, so, yeah, some of the problems like this situation is when the case is released without supervision, and uh, this could occur. It's not likely that it happens a lot often, uh, but it did in the situation, and it is unfortunate. So we uh, read the report and see what happens. Right. So do you think that there's some uh, misunderstanding here as well, is that the public thinks that they're not entitled to this information, but the information is there if they want to go take it? The information is available. Like I said, the BC Review Board does post an annual report and the public can look into it and see the past decisions too. Okay, but that, is it too terms. late at that point? Ashish? Like, it's a little too late when the annual report comes out because we want to know about these things as they happen. Uh, absolutely, and that is why the BC Review Board, when they release a person into, um, as they said, that this person was a significant threat, but that power goes out of the BC Review Board's hands and goes into the court's hand when they're released. So, again, uh, it has to see what's the correlation between the BC Review Board's uh, deemed significant threat, their recommendation, and how they were released. Um, so something went wrong, obviously, between that. It's unclear what went wrong at this stage, uh, but that question should be answered very soon. So, Ashish, what would you say to a member of the public who is concerned about all of this after the past week? What I would say is, what is your opinion? That is the best thing that somebody can do. It is the province's responsibility. It's the provincial government's responsibility. This is not a federal matter. This happened within BC. It's happened in, in one of the busiest places in BC. So what I would recommend is the public should voice their opinion. 
They should attend these hearings and they should give their recommendation because, again, one of those members is representing the public. Ashish, thank you so much for your time this morning. No problem, Simi. Have a great day. Bye. You too. That's Ashish Puri, who's an associate and criminal defense lawyer at Acumen Law Corporation, talking about the BC Review Board process, of which there has been lots of questions because of what happened and unfolded over the past week. It started with the stabbing in Chinatown of three people uh, during that festival a little more than a week ago. It was a Sunday night a week ago. And now we find out that the person who has been accused of this, who's been charged in this, was out on a day pass from a forensic psychiatric facility, leading to questions about, well, what rights does the public have in these situations to know about someone's history? And, you know, if something does potentially or allegedly go wrong, as it could have in this case, what are what's the accountability in the system then for the person who did say, yes, this person can go out on this day past? Those are the questions that people still have on that. If you want to weigh in, send me at cknw.com.